Welcome to Chapter 63. Today on the podcast, we travel to the Dordogne region for a quick recon visit of Bainac and Cezanne. We'll also talk about France, the land of protests. And there's a wine sale. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. So quick update. I got my letter from the prefecture <laughs> to arrive alone with a black pen and my passport. <laughs> I love the alone thing. I know. You have to be alone uh, to pick up my uh, titre de séjour. Easy language. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, that's your residency for another... Now eight, they say eight, eight yeah. months. Because yeah, <laughs> by the time you get it, <laughs> half of your tidus issue has expired. Language. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it just it really is comical because by pretty much by the time you you receive it, you start making plans to reapply. <laughs> you know, it's a full time job. And you get the nice card and everything for like eight months, and then you got to cough it up and. Take a new picture. Take a new Fill oh, out all the forms. That's right. You know, it's beyond the 225 prune per mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. It's also, you've got to go and get these photos taken and like, it's costly. And also we, we live 45 minutes away from the prefecture. So, you know, f- figure in the, ca- the costs of, of yeah. driving there, yeah. our time. Parking. Parking. Um, yeah. Do you remember the time when they said, uh, your card's ready and your appointment <laughs> Is in 20 minutes. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, no. (laughs) Can't be done. I can't get into my my transporter and just (laughs) show up. Jeez. Oh, and and we still have only received two of our three emissions stickers. And I included a a photo of what it looks like on the car (laughs) with last week's uh, Facebook page. And it is. It's really... A hideous design. Yeah. It stands out like a sore thumb. I, I, I guess that that was the intent, but it is something that I, I just that that one needs a big rethink. Too late now. Yeah, and I'm noticing that a lot of cars don't have their stickers. Yeah. So I think it's really only people who want to go to special zones. Like I don't think you you need to have a sticker to drive around our immediate area. Yeah, but you know who needs the who needs any more hassles here? So I'm you know applying for all of them because Toulouse is one of those zones, and uh-huh. you know we we often go there to pick up uh, our guests from the Bainac. Is it Bainac? Bayac? Bayac Airport? Uh, Bainac? What is it? Oh, now you blew it out of my head. Yeah, because we, we're going to be talking about <laughs> going to uh, uh, Bainac and Cezanac. No, it's not Bainac. Anyway, the airport there in Toulouse. <laughs> Jeez, now it I'm... It starts with a B. Yeah. Blagnac, I think. Blagnac. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to look it up now. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and, you know, so... And, and you, you don't know which car you need for whoever you're picking up. So it's just a safe bet for the three or four bucks or however much it is to get the stupid sticker, to have it on the car, and then nobody can say yeah, anything. Yeah, Blagnac. Blagnac. Yeah, there you go. Oh, also... Big news. Yes. My days of garlicking our shutters oh, yeah. are over. That's right. We I'm are done. We're very close to finishing these shutters. I did not uh, realize just how intense a project this was. So five sets of shutters in total. And I'm telling you, the carpentry on these shutters was nothing to the painting. <laughs> this painting has just consumed me. Yes. And we probably went through... 10 bulbs 
Of oh, garlic. Bulbs, not cloves. No, bulbs. bulbs. Yeah. Well, this is the wives' tale thing that we're following up on. Julie is covering up all the knots on the shutters before I start painting with garlic. And you're done now. I'm done. My, my workshop still smells like an Italian <laughs> restaurant. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, it, I, I sure I, hope it works. I, I tell you what, it, it had an, a major reaction on the wood. Huh. Major reaction. Hmm. So who knows? Maybe the ancients knew. Maybe they did. Well, they often do. Uh, so, yeah, that's almost done. I'm, I'm going to say by the next weekend, they'll all be up, hung. I can start moving towards another project. I think they, they look great. The ones yeah. that you've hung look really, really good. Yeah. I'm 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 very happy with them. Oh, I got to show you something. Have you got your phone here? Uh, I do. Okay, hang on. So what I'm sending you, I know I, I could pass you the phone, but that's a lot of work. That's a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, because we're all of ten feet apart. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Mm. So I'm gonna send you this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only person in France who does not like photo radar. Is all I'm gonna say to you. Okay. Because I was driving uh, towards Bias yesterday in Villeneuve-sur-Lot. <gasps> they torched it. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I, I will definitely include a picture of this on the Facebook page. Whoa. They torched. <laughs> Someone torched the photo, the new photo radar. Is this, is this a new one? That's the new one on that, on that flyover area. Oh. <gasps> Wow, they did a good job. <laughs> Isn't that something else? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not the only one that hates photo radar. I, I mean, this might go hand in hand with all of the uh, protesting and stuff that's going on. We're going to get to that a little later on in the, in the podcast. But yeah, I drove by. And it's funny. The reason I noticed it was because the guy in front of me wasn't slowing down. You know, like typically, <laughs> typically, you know, everybody slows down and they go way underneath the 80 speed just just for just to make sure uh, before they get to these uh, stationary photo radars. And this guy wasn't slowing down. I'm going, oh, he's going to get nailed. And then I look up. Oh, it's just <laughs> been torched. I mean, it. wait till you see the photo. It looks like nuclear. <laughs> How would they have done that? I do not know, but there was a fire that started at the bottom. Like uh, you could see, uh, if you take another look at it, you can yeah. see all of the, the the fire, the charred at the bottom. There, there had to be some like, yeah. know, some gasoline oh, or yeah. there was an some kind of, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, another thing that you just did recently was, uh, as, as Julie the activist, is uh, I've become militant in my old age. You went to uh, VSL Villeneuve sur Lot, and uh, you you took you had your little clipboard, your little <laughs> that uh, you made for me yeah, so so nicely. Made a nice clipboard, and mm-hmm. off you went to gather signatures for our petition on the paper petition. You know, old school. Yep. And on on Saturday, there's a huge market in Villeneuve sur Lot. Like all of the uh, organic farmers are out there. All of the uh, people selling their wares, crafts. It's it's really quite huge in the center of of, of the of the town. And so um, myself and our friends Olivier and Ségolène went into the town to try to collect uh, some signatures for our petition against the industrial solar complex that's going in the center of the valley. My friend Ségolène should run for mayor. <laughs> she is so 
good. Like sh- sh- they were just signing left, right, and center. Boom, 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 boom. I was having a little bit more difficulty getting my little spiel spiel together and and you know and try, trying to convince people. So it's harder than you think explaining the whole scenario and getting people to volunteer their signature. Some people are just afraid to sign anything. Yeah. So so yeah. So that uh, that was my experience. It was it was uh, you know fruitful. We did well. Um, we've also gotten a lot of signatures on our electronic petition, um, which is now uh, in English. Right. Yeah. So last night we were over at Olivier and Sigalines, and she was able to put a translation underneath the French version, which is fine. Yep. And so what we're going to do uh, over the next few days when I get some time is I'm going to include this on the Jeff and Julie Facebook page at Jeff and Julie Move to France so that you can have a look at it and maybe help us out. Um, it, it's just uh, we we need we're trying to get to the thousand mark and we're doing pretty well. Like after yeah. only a couple of weeks, couple we're, weeks at, we're at three fifty. Yeah, we're at three hundred and fifty signatures because everybody everybody uh, sort of looks at this issue from different eyes. Like you know, there's you you ran into the farmer who said, "Well, I'm all for just farmers making money however they can because a lot of them don't make a lot of money." That's a valid argument. But then there were uh, a lot of people who signed. Because Redden Solar is really not that much about France. Oh, yeah, they have a big office in, in Roquefort, but they're a conglomerate based on uh, Australian, Canadian, and primarily German shareholders. Shareholders. So when you mention that to people, they go, oh, I don't want these guys here. Yeah, so they so, sign it. Yeah, so the locals are not going to benefit? No. <laughs> right. No. So, oh, yeah, where do I sign? Yeah, where do I sign? Mm. So uh, there, And then, then, of course, there are the people who just, uh, I mean, are our main thrust is that uh, they're they're taking away you know fruitful fertile land uh to put up all these solar panels and that's just the bass backwards way of doing things we think and and hopefully that'll be the linchpin to our argument um and so they they subscribe to that thought and sign but yeah we're, we're doing okay yeah we're doing okay and it's you know our way of, of try, trying to fight something that doesn't make sense and uh so yeah we've we've become protesters ourselves and we're going to be hanging up some more billboards the billboards came in uh they're they long great. long banners is basically what they are just have to build a frame and uh get ours uh, erected on our our property here or near to our property yeah they look great and they're just trying to bring attention to uh our problem and issue here in the valley so uh, yeah well you know what when that gets up i'll also uh, place that on our facebook that page. sounds great what the heck uh, so, strike update, and I'm going to go to Jennifer Hammond-Leach, who weighed in on our Armagnac video from last week. What are you seeing with respect to the strikes? We're scheduled to be in Colmar in late April, then taking the high-speed train to Paris. Yeah, so it's it's really hard to tell. I mean, I know that this weekend in particular is going to be hellacious if you're flying, um, April 1st, Toulouse and I think Bordeaux airports, um, the, the air traffic controllers are, are going to be striking. So many, many flights are either canceled or delayed. Um, then April 2nd, the bigger airports, Orly. Um, and it also affects train travel. I think uh, the next scheduled strike day is April 6th, which is um, a Thursday. And uh, on those days, yes, trains get canceled. So you have to make sure that you're um, looking at your schedule, finding out if your if your flights are still going, if your train is still um, traveling. Um, and then 
the 14th of April is a big day. There's no scheduled uh, protest that day yet. There probably will be because I think this is when it goes through the legislature. Mm. So, so, and again, this is all um, in in opposition to raising the retirement age from 62 to 64. And worldwide, people are just in awe of this, how there could be such violent and uh, and and real protests for something that is still below the global average, you know, at, at the end of the day. It's just, it's, I mean, and it's palpable here. People are getting in there, are a couple of protesters who are on life support from... Oh, well, that's another, that's uh, another no, protest. No, but I'm, I'm just, I know we're full of protests here in France. Yeah, and burning garbage and, you know, 8,000 yeah. tons of it and... And, uh, well, actually, this brings me to the French phrase of the day. Oh, yippee <laughs> So these are three very short slogans that were recorded um, during the January 2023 protest. Oh. All right. So here we go. Okay. La retraite avant l'arthrite. Oh, geez, I was doing so well until the last word. Um, the retirement, what is it again? La retraite yeah. avant l'arthrite. So, retirement before, and I don't know what the last word is. Arthrite. I, oh, arthritis? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. So, retirement before arthritis. Oh, come on. <laughs> Although I, okay. can, although I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one. All right. Okay. Macron, prends ta retraite, pas la nôtre. Okay. But, prend, prend? Prends. Prends ta retraite. Oh. T- take take your, retru- re- yes. your, your retirement before ours. That's right. Okay. Very good. You got All it. Right. Okay, last okay. one. Okay. Tout travail mérite salaire... Bière et sa retraite. Oh, I don't think I'm going to get this one. One more time, please. Tout travail mérite salaire. Okay, hang on. Let me. Let's just. Uh, so all all retire uh, all work mm-hmm. merits mm-hmm. Uh, sunshine salary. Oh, <laughs> salaire, not solaire. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> bière. Uh, bière. Et sa retraite. Uh, okay, just tell it. Tell us. So all all work merits a salary, beer, and retirement. Oh, I see. Okay, it was it was a, s- a series of things. That's right. Hey, you know what? I was still living in the glory of nailing number two. Okay. Okay, and and I just uh, yeah, you just went somewhere. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I just went somewhere else. <laughs> so uh, okay, well that again though you 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 layered it and did three but that's fine you know well three short ones well and you know what i like shaking things up a bit well and and there's some positive to that because if i if it's one and i don't have it then i look like the goof Mm -hmm. but here i had three chances yeah you have a chance to redeem yourself yeah very nice phrases yes (laughs) of the day the slogans for the strikers so there was another big massive protest and this one is in our region of aquitaine Mm -hmm. uh in a in a small town called Saint Soline. And this is over water reservoirs, but they're mega water reservoirs. Believe it or not, there were 25,000 protesters. <laughs> there were 
Police officers, 3,000 police. And they torched cars. Yeah, 10 helicopters. Like, this is a big deal. And it's the environmentalists don't like the fact that the water table is being drained uh, and only going to be used for farmers. And big farmers. And big farmers. So what that means is there's less water for the citizens, the residents, small, small agra. Um, and so that's why there's such a, a clash. But but there are good points on both sides of this argument. But boy, the one, the people who disagree with it are vehement. I think it's on the size because there have been water basins all over France for years. Um, but they're, they're not the mega ones. Um, and I think that's where they cross the line. And, you know, another thing is all of this is funded by the French government. So, you know, millions of dollars are going into build these mega reservoirs mm-hmm. uh, and the taxpayer is paying for it, yet they're not going to be getting their water. So there's a bit of a resistance there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, I mentioned it earlier, but what, what's the news on these two protesters? Are, really, are they yeah. really on life support? Critical. Yeah. Critical. Holy, what happened? I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. Worldwide, people are very upset right now. I don't know if it's because we're coming out of a pandemic, but there's so much wrong that's going on and there, there's so many issues that people are just, you know, uh, uh, left, right and center protesting. There was another protest in Bordeaux. It was the, oh. the, the Bordeaux um, vintners um, are, are, are going crazy right now because they have too much supply. Um, apparently, the French are not drinking as much red wine as they used to. So I thought I was making up for that. No. <laughs> no. So, you know, and that's they, they, they took a poll or they conducted a poll. And the main causes are that people are eating less red meat. Um, there are fewer family dinners together and there are more single parents. So that that those were the mm. factors that kind of contributed. So what what the vintners are trying to do is get money from the government to ruin um, their uh, some hectares of their their vineyards because they're producing too much. Oh, so yeah. that's the, yeah, that is terribly sad on a n- multiple levels. Yeah, and they're looking at other ways of using the grapes in other forms of alcohol, cosmetics. Um, you know, but but yeah, the the fact that the French are are not drinking as much uh, red wine has has been a problem for them. And so one of the things they did was they torched one of the government building entrances, which is this beautifully uh, carved wooden door. And, oh, man, just seeing that on the news was ugh, yeah. you know disturbing. What? <laughs> I'm just reading this now. Um, it is believed that wine consumption, red wine consumption, has dropped by two-thirds in the last 60 years. In huh. France. That's a lot. Boy, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, they pretty much have it for breakfast here. You know, I mean, they just, they really, um, and, and we still, it's, I, I, I find it difficult to believe, but obviously it isn't, because we still go, anytime we go for lunch, everybody's, like, it's not the same in Canada. I mean, in Canada... You know, you'll you'll see people maybe have a beer, but uh-huh. it's very seldom that you know there's a bottle of wine at a table at lunch, right? Am yeah, I, or yeah. am I wrong? No, no. And apparently, beer is kind of replacing wine. Oh, well, I mean, you know, beer is typically served as, as an apéro here. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they always what can what can we get you to drink? And 
typically all and, and they're small. They're just little fellows. They're just uh, well, you can get them any size, I guess. But uh, typically, if you just say une pression, which is uh, on tap, then you're going to get the 25 cl, which is half a pint. And and then, but to, but still, even when people do that, they still typically have wine with lunch. Yeah, but I don't think it's red. No, no, that's true. I, we do see more white at lunch. And and that has not been affected in the same way as red wine producers. Oh, I see. I see. So this is more specific to the red wine. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that something else? Well, the good news is. Oh, <laughs> it's the spring foire au vin. Which means? It's uh, the wine festival. Ah, so you can go online and, and see the the store that you shop at, mm-hmm. uh, and you click on that store, and they'll tell you which wines they're going to be promoting during a specific limited time. So, you know, one supermarket like Ile Leclerc might be from, you know, March 28th to April 1st, and then Intermarché might be from, you know, April 5th to 8th, you know, so then you, you, you kind of pick and choose where you want to go. Uh, and and stock up on on the wines that you like. And even some of the online providers have sales or specials. Yeah, the one that we use is currently um, in the festival. Yeah, they've set up a booth outside of our gate. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, and there's also a, a, a foire au vin uh, in the fall. Oh, okay. So two times a year. Isn't that great? Well, so they're, they're, finally we, we, we're you know, three-quarters of the way through the podcast, and we have good news. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just been— It's a ray uh, of sunshine. It has just been brutal lately. And, you know, we have, we have some plans for the spring that we're, now I'm nervous about uh, because of all of these, uh, you know, uh, strikes that are kind of random. And, you know, we have flights that uh, we were, we're relying on with friends coming out. Jeez, it's uh, stressful. Yeah, well, the the next month is going to be, um, I think, a real uh, indicator of what to expect for the summer. Well, you were saying that the vote comes up, and then we're going to know after this, or or the not. No it's vote. not it, that's the thing. There is no vote. It's a uh, it's the implementation of the law. I guess that's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, the big cities are are a mess. There's protests everywhere. Garbage in Paris still. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I was listening to the news and they were saying, you know, this is a unfortunately, this is a great opportunity for troublemakers. Yeah. To use these protests to to wreak havoc. You know what? I wonder how many of the people protesting the retirement age increase actually have jobs. Oh, well, that's a good, good good point. What are you doing on the streets on a on a Thursday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but exactly to your point, I think there are. Like there's these guys with the umbrellas and everything. I don't know. There's always some little gimmick. Um, but yeah, I, I just uh, I think there are professional protesters everywhere you go, and, uh, yeah, they and if just you, seize upon these moments. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, pillage a store or you know, set fire to a car, you, the, those people who are, have that propensity will probably be. Yeah. Uh, in those mass gatherings. Absolutely. And so, you know, you're you're hoping that it just, because what they're trying to do is wind everybody up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more that show up, eh, you know, it's like, hey, let's go to the, you know. So, I mean, they, I, I think I think they're, they're going to have to button this down because, you know, one of, one of my thoughts was, holy crap, next year's the Olympics here. 
I mean, yeah. come on. They, you know, yep. They've got to get their uh, ducks in a row. And I think for this tourist season, uh, they have to – I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what Macron's going to do. But I think he's got to do something for this tourist season coming out of the pandemic. And, you know, shop owners have been just bludgeoned by a number of things. And now this, it's just going to be too much for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, you know what? We just have to – Pray for the best and yeah. see how, how it, it all rolls out. I mean, the good thing for us is that we're in rural France, so we are not affected by protests. No, but we will str- be. If, if we have to travel to the big cities. Yeah, yeah or travel period, which, yeah. you know, we have we have some definite plans uh, in the offing. Hey, they even had to cancel uh, King Chuck. Yeah, Charles, d- d- yeah, Macron said, don't come, yeah. stay away. It's uh, it's too violent right now in the streets. And and it had nothing to do with the protests. <laughs> <laughs> you stay away from here. I will taunt you a second time. <laughs> so, so Chucky went to Germany. Oh, he went to Germany instead. Well, no, it, it was planned that he was going to go France, Germany. Ah. So he just skipped France and went straight to Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we went to. Yeah, we went to Bainac and Sazenac. And speaking of the Romans, I mean, you know, everywhere we go. So here's something you need to know. Uh, anything that ends in an AC, like, you know, Bainac, Sazanac, that means that those towns were created during the Roman occupation. It's, many, many, many years ago. And there are a lot of acts here. There are, especially in Dordogne. Yeah. Can you say Dordogne for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you say it funny enough on your own. Dordogne? Dordogne? Yeah. Dordogne. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because it sounds like Clouseau again. I know. Well, I can't help it because it just, <laughs> when you see a word like that, oh, Dordogne. Yeah. <laughs> so that region mm-hmm. is so pretty, but it's so different in terms of a landscape from where we are. And it's only an hour and a bit away. Yeah. Like you've seen a lot of the photos that I've taken around here of the stone. Okay. So we are in the area of the Cursey, Cursey. Q-U-E-R-C-Y, Cursey Stone, which mm-hmm. is white, basically yeah. white, a cream, yes. beautiful cream color. Not the case in uh, Dordogne. In Dordogne? No, it's, it's more ochre. Ruddy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, very pretty, but very, very different. And there are more cliffs. It's more rocky than where we are. More, uh, I, I also noticed more forest. Ah, interesting. There were more trees there. And... Uh, this is a beautiful, uh, it's two towns really, but a, a beautiful little area. It's right on the river. So some shots on the Facebook page of the river and of the cliffs and of the chateau. But you're going to notice a, a drastic difference in the color of the rock. And as Julie said, it's also beautiful because the rock is sort of a ochre brownish color. But then, you know, all the trim around the windows, you know, the window casings, mm-hmm. of, which are also stone, are yep. usually a little lighter. And yep. it's just gorgeous. Yep. So we we had actually been uh, to that uh, small village. And it's actually one it's one town now. They, both communes merged. Oh. They merged, I think, back in the early 1800s. So that's why we always see them together. Yeah, but it is still it's listed as Bainac and Sazenac. But it's funny. If you, yeah, so if you Google and, and you type in B-E-Y-N-A-C, up pops and Sazenac. Right. Because like, yes. so, they're one. Because they're one. Yes. Yeah. 
And I I totally remember when we stayed in that region and I don't. back in 2018 I think it was we went for dinner and I and I knew which restaurant it was and we walked up and I I said we had dinner here and and you looked at me and you you said uh, we did and you d- you don't remember at all. Well, that's the great thing about me getting older is I can go to these places two, three, four times and yeah. enjoy them the same way because I don't remember going there and I. Uh, it's funny. We went through uh, under an, a little overpass thing, yes. a train a train overpass, mm-hmm. and I remembered that. Right. And if if we had turned left, we would have gone to to the hotel, th- the hotel that we'd stayed at. Right. Yeah. And so that's. But isn't that funny? That's the only thing I remembered about huh. that. I you, even remember what shoes I was wearing. Oh, you need help. <laughs> you really. God. You remember? You remember the clothes you were wearing on our first date? I do. When you squashed a bug on, on them, on my, my little naf-naf suit. That's your takeaway from our first date. Yeah. That's your takeaway. You <laughs> squashed a bug. It was an accident. I know, but it was memorable. I was making my move. And uh, <laughs> I, I know, this is a typical, typical loser that I am. I'm making my move. I were sitting on this park bench, and I put my hand on Julie's leg. <laughs> massive and she's wearing this white suit and it just oh nice it got smashed yeah good luck good luck for the rest of that Uh, those were good times oh eh? yeah fun times oh yeah can't get enough of that look at us now oh yeah yeah now look at us now protesters militants yeah militants yeah well it's uh it's it's so we kind of we didn't have time to kind of tool around here but uh we we did uh drive up to the um chateau which is gorgeous yes but i don't remember being there before. i think we were there oh, man. what were you wearing i don't remember that oh wow mm. you you really should then go to a doctor <laughs> um so yeah we've got because what we wanted to do was say, uh, first of all, have we been here before? <laughs> Answer, yes. Answer, uh, maybe. And uh, second of all, like, is this going to be a neat spot to take folks? Because it, it was just over an hour from here, which is just perfect, you know? But I also want to go see Josephine Baker's Chateau. Right, it's there. Chateau Milan, yes. Uh, and you, you, it's open to the public. Uh, it's beautiful gardens. It's a magnificent chateau, and she has such a, a a great story, and was so important to to France, and such a groundbreaker. So I'm looking forward to that visit as well. Well, that's what we'll do. Um, we'll next time because I would easily go there again. There were a few cool restaurants mm-hmm. in the area. We ate at one that was nice from the hotel there. We had some nice risotto. But um, yeah, because we definitely have to do that. It's a beautiful chateau that she had there. Gorgeous. What did she have? Twenty, thirty kids that she adopted, or she adopted many. Yeah, I, like over ten. I, I'm not yeah. sure the exact number. And yeah. and they were a, a rainbow. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. kids from all over the world. She was an amazing human being. Really, mm-hmm. and that's where her chateau is, and they've turned it into a little museum, right? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, see, we 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 have to go back, and yes. maybe maybe on my second trip, I'll remember, or may, maybe on our third trip, I'll remember <laughs> the first trip. I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> 
Uh, on next week's show, we hope to know more about April openings. I mean, here we are. We are shrouded in everything closing, and we're shrouded in these strikes and protests. But April typically is when a lot of the restaurants reopen from the winter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically um, it's after Easter. Right. So we head towards Easter, and hopefully we'll know a little bit more. And gee whiz, I hope they rein in these protests uh, for everybody's sake, because I know a lot of Canadians make their trip to France a little bit early, mm-hmm. you know, April, May, which May is usually just a stellar month to Beautiful. be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully they're going to rein this in and get everything uh, back to... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, it's also gorgeous here here now. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, that's right. We got to we gotta include some shots of the prunes because the prunes are, are in full blossom right now. Exploding. Our whole valley is just beautiful right now. Yes, yeah. So it's it's a it kind of puts a little um, smile on your face, a little zip in your step, you yeah. know, when you like, start feeling the warmth and you see the blooms, and it's kind of uh, gives you a little bit of a, um, you know, a little bit of hope. So there's a big fish on everybody's back for this April first, I guess, huh? Isn't that the thing that they do? Isn't that what you guys oui, do? Poisson d'avril. Poisson d'avril. Yeah. So it's like April Fools, but he, I, it, I guess it dates back to a really long time. I don't I don't even really know the history of the fish. Probably dates back to the Romans because everything does. Yeah. <laughs> Where you would take a, a fish and uh, and stick it on someone's back. So on April Fools. When I was in grade school, kids used to walk around with, you know, paper fish on their back. <laughs> would you be able to get one maybe? Would you try and multiple, get multiple fish on people's back? I never tried. One was good enough. Yeah, but I mean, you really, you could really show somebody up. There are like ten fish back there. They would have to be very. That um, would be what I'd be doing. Oh, See, yeah, I know you're... you'd you'd be studying, and I'd be I'd be <laughs> sitting there all day long trying to figure out how to get nine fish on someone's rubble maker. <laughs> That's it for chapter sixty-three. Join us next Friday for chapter sixty-four. Have a great week. À très vite.